Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome on in to a special trade deadline edition of the Baseball Insider. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. And most importantly, I am Adam Weinrib, and thanks for joining me to Robert Murray, fan side as MLB Insider, who is having himself a day. Robert, how you doing, man? I'm great, man. Phone is going absolutely ballistic. Uh, I've got a few deals that are getting closer. Life is good. How are you? Good. Let's do what we can, because I know you're probably going to get yanked away a few times. And as always, we rely on comments and questions uh, for those hoping Robert breaks a deal right now. You might get rewarded. We are on red alert and will be for the entire show. But about a half hour before we went live, it was Justin Verlander to the Houston Astros, as I think a lot of us theorized in recent days when it seemed like he was moving closer to leaving. It's definitely the most comfortable fit. The Mets get themselves a pretty solid prospect haul, but you can't really beat that guy changing hands today. No, this was the expectation of a lot of different people in baseball is that Verlander would eventually go to Houston. Like That just seemed like it was bound to happen. He loves Houston, um, and it did not seem like uh, the Dodgers were like I don't, the Dodgers were always pessimistic throughout this. And I know the San Diego Padres were mentioned publicly as like a mystery team. They checked in as they do with a lot of different things. And it didn't seem like it got much further than that. Um, so like I don't and there was never a realistic option there. Uh, the Orioles checked in. Um, they never got advanced there either. But Verlander always seemed primed to end up with the Astros. And that was a really strong haul that they ended up getting in return for the Mets. Um, that was, I think it surprised a lot of different people, the number one in four prospects. Um, it's going to end up, it's going to end up sending the market into a frenzy. I can tell you that like Lorenzen just got done with the Phillies. Um, and I expect a lot more deals to happen within the next two and a half hours. Yeah. Lorenzen is done. So another good pickup by the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, we've got our eyes on a ton of stuff. Do we know yet exactly how much money the Mets are eating here to facilitate it? Because it, it's got to be a lot, though. Obviously. Yeah, I, I don't have any idea on a number of, or on the amount that they're eating in this, but the fact that they're getting their number one and four prospects makes it seem like it's going to end up being quite a bit. Yeah, I had seen early reporting saying Gilbert may be a fringier prospect. People were even talking Chaz McCormick this morning. Turns out one and four, not too shabby. And two players to help with the reload, along with Louis Angel Acuna in the Scherzer deal the other day. And we've got so much to talk about in the comments, out of the comments, in our pre-show outline. I'm going to blitz through this ad read, I pledge you. If you have not signed up for DraftKings or if you are a new user to DraftKings, you can receive $150 in bonus bets instantly after following just three steps. Create an account, deposit, then wager your $5 on any sport. Uh, if your first wager wins or loses, you'll still receive the $150 in bonus bets. All you have to do is use the code BASEBALLINSIDER when you sign up. It's on the screen. Using the code BASEBALLINSIDER not only gets you the bonus, it also supports us in the podcast, allows us to go live and do things like what we're doing now, the trade deadline blitz. If you are considering signing up for DraftKings, 
Use the code BASEBALLINSIDER to maximize your first bets. This offer is available for new customers who are 21 plus physically present in legal gambling states. Please remember to always gamble responsibly. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer. And if you never want the show to end, join us in the Discord between episodes. That's where Robert helps you out with scoops, give you tips. You get access to Robert to ask him the questions that didn't get answered on the show, on the stream, or that you didn't think of until the show ends. You're like, damn, I had a question. I couldn't get through it. The Discord is the place to be. Members only on the YouTube channel. Check the episode description. Become a member for just 99 cents. You get access to that Discord full time. Robert, I hear your phone going. And even my phone is going, and that's how I know we're about to have ourselves a day. Because I'm just like a guy. So. Yeah, no, the phone is going absolutely ballistic. Um, I There's one rumor, there's one thing that I wanted to address. It's been going around on Twitter. Uh, Harrison Bader is not in the New York Yankees' lineup. I checked on that. From everything that I am told, it was a scheduled day off. Um, that does not have to do with a potential trade. I will say that the Yankees are listening on their guys that are on expiring contracts. Um, so it's certainly possible that he's moved within the next two and a half hours. Um, but the fact that he's not in the lineup does not have to do with the trade right now. And by the way, Josh W is asking what my screen time is uh, per day. It is at 17 and a half hours uh, per day. So it is a lot of time on my phone. Yeah, today is the dang day, uh, folks. Now is now is the time. Now is the present. A lot of people in the comment section screaming for questions. We'll take you through uh, one by one. Uh, since we're on the topic of the Yankees, though, talking Bader, I know there's been discussion of a hybrid buy sell there. I am seeing the connections made in the chat between Dylan Carlson, who the Yankees were attached to today, have been attached to in the past. People wondering if the Yankees are alive. I'm also wondering that uh, the Carlson rumor I've seen today uh, that the Yankees have been connected, but that it's not expected he will be traded at this point. If he does, it's for a controllable MLB starter. Is that the latest that you're hearing? Uh, I cannot, and I can't say that I've heard that myself, but I know John is very connected with the Yankees. So I'm, I'm inclined to believe him there, but the Yankees interest in Carlson is, is legitimate. Uh, like that is definitely a connection that they've explored. Uh, they was, they were scouting them pretty extensively leading up here to the deadline. Um, but the Yankees they're we've talked about this before. They're in a really interesting spot here in the, in the fact that they have given no, like that roster has given no reason for that front office to buy aggressively. And I don't expect them to do that. And um, like, you've heard rumors throughout the day of like involving Bader. Uh, I know Glaber Torres is somebody that other teams have talked to the Yankees about. Um, it, it's, I don't necessarily know what they're going to do, but if I was, if I was a Yankees fan, as my read as of right now is I would temper my expectations for anything today. I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy there. Yeah, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, just before we went live, said something too, like, we have not earned the right to buy. We're not shocked they're not making moves. Not what you want to hear from your players, but at least they're being reasonable. Uh, what about the Boston Red Sox, who were nine games over, right near a playoff spot, surging a little bit, got walked off twice by the Giants and then lost to the Mariners late last night. Coincidentally, 0-3 after Bill Simmons tweeted that the Red Sox were all the way back. I'm seeing... Are the Red Sox going to do anything today? Questions from Jason Parker. Uh, people wondering if James Paxton is back in play from Ryan Kay. And there was an MLB.com write-up about that earlier today, too. What are your expectations for the AL East's other wildcard contender? Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily impossible for a Paxton deal to happen. I like The, the Red Sox really value him, so they're not going to give him up like lightly here. 
Um, but the fact that the prices were so high for guys like Lorenzen, for um, for Verlander, and for some of these other top starters as well, um, it's it's causing some teams to pivot in different directions. And that's why we're seeing the interest pick up in a guy like Jose Quintana with the Mets. I don't necessarily know if they're in position to move him quite yet, uh, just because they have guys like Verlander and Scherzer that are gone. They don't have that depth that they had. Um, but it would not be surprising if teams ended up pivoting to a guy like Paxton and potentially giving the Red Sox an offer that they couldn't refuse. And I, I think it's also possible, too, that they move Adam Duvall. Uh, Duvall is somebody who has gotten quite a bit of trade interest. Like the Phillies, we've mentioned on this podcast before, uh, they have been quite involved there, and there's been plenty of other teams, too. Um, and I think it's also quite possible they look to add in different places. It sounds like they're – um, they're being creative in that, which is what Heimblum does. Uh, they were in on Rich Hill. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, we can go into the Rich Hill market a little bit later, but um, that deal kind of it, it surprised me in some regards. Like I had heard the Padres were lurking in that. I just didn't think they would ultimately be the team that got it done. That's a funny one because I like G-Man Choi there. They've production's been lacking at first. They've been using Jake Cronenworth there having a tough year and maybe not a first baseman at all. So that, you know, production plays up at second, not so much at first, but the Padres believe that they are in this. So uh, let's dissect that now. Let's dissect the Rich Hill market a little bit, how this came together. And then whether or not we feel like the bigger names on the pirates have a chance of moving. Cause I see questions about. Hey, we got a trade. We got a trade. Uh, let's see. Mariners and Orioles. Tweeting it right now. This is how it's done, folks, especially for the Orioles listeners in the comment section. I saw you worried earlier. Uh, it was Wesley Nickens panicking, looking for news. Here comes the drop, folks. Uh, and the Mariners somehow eking out that win over the Red Sox last night, despite fully being in cell mode and Teoscar Hernandez being someone who maybe was going to get pulled mid-game. Uh, Paul Seabald goes to Arizona. It's, it's a small one. It's nothing too crazy. All right. Well, we are going to get uh, hopefully even more as the uh, as the day goes on. But the Mariners in a strange place, sort of. Uh, they, they tied the Yankees in the wild card standings last night. So if you think the Yankees should buy, then you probably think the Mariners should buy. But both are well behind and, and behind the surging Angels and behind the still competent Red Sox and the Blue Jays who patched their new Bobichet shortstop hole with Paul DeYoung. So uh, every team in the wildcard race got better, except for the Yankees, Mariners, and Red Sox thus far, um, if you're keeping score at home. And obviously one uh, loaned Justin Verlander to the Mets for like three expensive months, and now he's back. So for everybody hoping to dethrone the Astros this year, not exactly sure. Um, stop the lies around the Yankees. I mean, if you're watching this lifeless team, you know that they are not the cream of the crop. Of course, everything's within reach, but they're going to either need to make some moves or need the players on the roster who are having historic slumps to step up. Anthony Rizzo can't be the worst hitter in baseball for two months. And it's pretty simple. Uh, this is the best. There we go. Tweet. Oh, there we go. Tweeted. We got it. Yeah, we just got it. All right. <laughs> Let's roll. There's no day like deadline day. And uh, glad the uh, uh, deadline has been pushed back 
all the way to six today so that we were able to do this. Um, there's no denying that the Yankees have been bad this year. That's the thing. How, how are we pretending that they haven't been bad? Um, would love to see them turn around and get back in the race, but they've objectively been objectionable. Um, I like that Lorenzen Phillies fit too, though, I got to say. Um, where are we on the Pittsburgh Pirates at this moment? Do we feel like there's Keller and Bednar momentum or they have done their damage already and are probably going to go lower profile? Yeah, um, my read on the Pirates is that Bednar and Keller are not going anywhere. Uh, the the read that I have gotten from them is that the prices are like absurdly high, and it's to the point where for either player they would want two or three guys who would help them at the major league level next year, and that is um, too high for other teams at this point. And I, I fully expect them both to go or both to stay. I should say they're not going anywhere. Uh, the Pirates, though, they do remain active on the trade market. I can tell you that in Austin Hedges trade is very likely today would not rule out a Colin Holderman trade as well. Um, another guy who I think is pretty interesting who ended up getting, who's getting a decent amount of trade interest there is Connor Joe. Um, but it's going to be small moves for the pirates and fully expect Bedner and Keller to stay, stay put, even though I will say this, the Arizona diamondbacks coveted David Bedner. Uh, they were one of many teams that were in, um, yeah, but he's going nowhere. And they go for Paul Seawall instead, who has been a needle mover this year to, to say, you know, not to say nothing of Paul Seawald. Um, let's go to Cleveland and Minnesota as well, because I see, uh, obviously, if we're recapping the last 24 hours, Aaron Savali going from the Guardians to the Rays, probably the largest move yesterday, uh, mid twos ERA, not sure on the peripherals, big time prospect goes to Cleveland, Cleveland kind of surrendering for the year but still being within a stone's throw of winning the central maybe while being under 500 which we have never seen uh very cool uh tato in the comments wondering if they're you know if they're listing for calls on on a manual class say even uh how much more you know how much deeper is cleveland willing to go and tearing this thing into the studs with the playoffs in reach yeah it's it's a really interesting one because i mean they're not far out of that division at all from the twins and yet they traded savali who is their best healthy pitcher uh, but internally that was a deal that they felt like they couldn't pass up they really coveted the prospect they ended up getting back from tampa bay and they think that is somebody that um can really help them going forward and i think it opens up a couple of different doors you mentioned Clause. I don't necessarily know if he goes, especially like he's really valuable in the fact that his contract is really team friendly. Uh, he's a talented guy. Um, I think a guy like Josh Bell could make a lot of sense for them on the trade market too. And um, that contract could be a little bit tougher to move. I know it's one year for an option, um, but that was even in the off season, uh, that seemed like it was a pretty big overpay uh, by the guardians. Uh, so possible that he moves. Um, I just don't think, I, I wouldn't think it's gonna. They're gonna end up doing anything else bigger, at least at this point. Well, Savali certainly an impressive name who moved yesterday. Manzardo, definitely my favorite Frank Costanza Kramer invention, but also a pretty good power hitting first baseman for Cleveland to get long term. Um, let's uh, let's finish the deal on a on the Nationals potential sale because Candelario goes yesterday. Um, we missed the opportunity to, to break that one live. That's a, that's a nice move for the Cubbies last night who took Cody Bellinger off the market a couple of days ago, probably 
informally took him off the market a couple of weeks ago. Now go for it with Candelario, and he's starting at first base immediately. Is he the last Nat to go? Because I know people had their eyes on Lane Thomas a little bit. Yeah, uh, Lane Thomas is somebody who has certainly attracted quite a bit of interest, but the Nationals, from what I gather, they've been marketing him to other teams as an everyday player, and thus the asking price has been very it's been pretty high and it's been pretty uncomfortable uh, for other teams. And I don't necessarily know if he's going to get moved. I think a guy that does have a legit shot at going is Kyle Finnegan. Um, He is, he's controllable. Uh, You know what you're getting with Kyle Finnegan. And it sounds like he's been getting pretty strong interest. Um, And I, as I said, there was one person that I talked to um, within the last 24 hours who said he'd be surprised if, if he didn't go. Uh, but I'm glad you mentioned the Cubs, by the way. Uh, the Candelario move, that was a, it's a strong move. They gave up their two, what, top 15 prospects or somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, they are exploring the left-handed reliever market. And Chaf- or Andrew Chafin has been mentioned with them. Uh, I wonder if other guys like a Brooks Raley or a um, a Brent Suter type could end up making sense there. And um, I know on the one of the last podcasts that – that we ended up doing here. Um, I mentioned that the Rockies and Suter were having some discussions about an extension from everything I gather, those talks broke down. And I, with the way that the Rockies have been selling, they moved Brad hand earlier. They traded CJ Crona, Randall Gritchuk earlier. Wouldn't surprise me if they moved Suter. He's a guy that's dependable, really good. Um, he, he's a really good clubhouse guy. I know the Brewers loved them. The Rockies love him too. Uh, That could end up being a pretty underrated addition for some team. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, we are going to do the best we can to get all your questions answered or as many as we can. But the ones that we don't get to, come join us in the Discord right after the show. Rest of day, rest of week, rest of year. And we will try to get as many of your questions answered in there as we possibly can as well. We want to take care of everybody. We thank you so much for joining us today. The numbers on the stream are incredible. Not that we didn't expect that because we love you all and today is the craziest day of the year. But can't thank you enough for joining us here. We just passed the century mark, um, which is something to be proud of. So let's just keep want to want to get uh, take care of everybody who's taking their uh, hard in, or hard-earned time to hang out with us today. That Discord link, again, is in the comments. Um, I think we can overlap the Tigers and Dodgers now because we're getting a lot of Dodgers cues. Prize picks. Poppy said, this has been embarrassing. Andrew 2868 says, where do you think Rodriguez goes? And shout out uh, Miranda, who's just watching and joining us on the stream, who just joined the Discord. We'll see you in there, and hopefully we see some of the rest of you there as well later today. Um, Robert, I know the Dodgers and Justin Verlander were a potential connection. The Astros connection was obvious and ended up being seen to fruition. Eduardo Rodriguez has been seen as the natural pivot. Is that logical to believe at this point that the Dodgers are going to push there? Um, it's interesting. So Verlander was 
was somebody that the Dodgers liked, but they weren't willing to go all in for him. They're, they had their limits there, um, and ultimately they did not get a deal done. I thought, like, Eduardo Rodriguez is somebody that is absolutely on the radar. I'm a little skeptical, though, that they end up getting a deal done. I have my reasons. I can't get into my reasons for that quite yet. Uh, but as of this moment, I do not expect Rodriguez to end up with the Dodgers. Very interesting. It sounds like something that everybody should check in on again later after the deal does not go down. Might be a topic of conversation in the Discord. Who knows? Um, yeah, the, the, we give a lot of that kind of insight in the Discord, by the way. I would highly recommend looking at that and, and joining that if you can. Yes, we do. Uh, you could tweak my dumbass as the Yankees go down feebly again tonight against the Rays, or you could ask Robert for some insight. And I think I know which one you all will choose. Uh, seeing the Housley and Gallegos question a few times now to Brian Smith, the most recent, uh, which just feels like a nice tidy place to wrap up the Cardinals. Uh, because, you know, Dylan Carlson, maybe, maybe not. Paul DeYoung goes. Montgomery goes over the weekend. Already plenty of big Cardinals names have changed hands, but there are Cardinals bullpen pieces still untouched. Jack Flaherty still untouched. Any read on the last two hours till the deadline for Cardinals fans? Yeah, they. I, I don't anticipate a Dylan Carlson trade happening, at least as, as of this point. I know there's interest, so you never know. Um, but as of right now, I think it's trending toward unlikely. Uh, their bullpen pieces surely are very, very intriguing. I know Ryan Helsley's hurt, but... Um, that's a definite possibility uh, that he can end up going. Uh, Giovanni Gallegos, very intriguing as well. Um, and surely is going to be attractive to teams. Um, they, I, I don't necessarily think it's guaranteed that Jack Flaherty goes. Um, he is obviously he's on an expiring contract. And like he, in his last, or after his last start, he seemed like he was pretty like resigned to the idea that he was going to be traded, but, uh, the Cardinals would be open to having him in the future, um, but I don't think it's necessarily guaranteed he goes. I think there's going to be plenty of interest. I think it would behoove them to listen and try to trade him, but um, not a sure thing. What about uh, our Miami Marlins? Uh, Josh was asked a few times for updates on the Marlins. are staying in the fringes of the wild card race, surprising everyone through most of the year. No better time to get yourself closer to the finish line than the trade deadline. Any anticipation of moves there? Yeah, they, they, they've been active on the market. They've been looking for starting pitching. I can tell you two of the guys that they were in on, uh, Rich Hill, and also uh, they were in on Jordan Montgomery. Um, they, that kind of caught me off guard when I heard that the other day. Um, but they were prime suitors for both, uh, ultimately did not get deals done. Um, but they, they do remain active on the market. I don't know if they get anything across the finish line, but I can confidently report that they are trying. And I would, Joshua Bettenker is asking about Salvador Perez with the Marlins. That is not something I anticipate happening. It seems like Perez is staying put in Kansas city. Well, maybe they'll be a prime suitor for Brent Suter. Just throwing things out there. There you go. Look at that. Look at Adam connecting the dots over here. We love to see it. Doing some wordplay. I'm not so frazzled today that I don't have time for wordplay. Um, let's let's uh, let's go to one more uh, premium seller because I don't. I think we got to talk about Dylan Cease uh, because I think right before we hopped on the chatter, you know, on the airway airwaves was Verlander got done. Does this unclog things? Uh, people saying there's an Orioles offer out for Cease. He's he's long been viewed as the White Sox only untouchable, but all of a sudden fielding calls on him. 
We're hearing about Eloy. I mean, how far down in the rabbit hole did they go? I don't think it's impossible that Cease goes. Um, I think it is trending toward unlikely, but it is not impossible. And that is something that I think could not be said like two weeks ago. And it just seems like they're listening on most of their guys. Uh, I think the one that is pretty much assured of getting done today is uh, Keenan Middleton. I think he ends up going. Uh, I think there's an outside chance for guys like Mike Clevenger uh, and Yasmina Grandal. Um, Bob Nightingale of USA Today and his column the other week basically made it sound like the Sox would give up Grandal for a bag of baseballs. Um, so I don't necessarily know uh, if they'll get anything across the finish line there. But uh, Cease is certainly attracting a lot of interest, and as he should. He's one of the best right young-handed pitchers in the game. Uh, he's controllable, too. Uh, in this market, especially considering how little teams are are uh, are selling, they could end up getting an absolute haul. But I anticipate him staying. But you can never rule out a team making a just a an ungodly offer um, at the last second here. Because as as I've gotten to learn, deadlines spur action. That is a very 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 real thing. Two names I have not really seen pop up yet that we've done a lot of talking about. Uh, Tommy Pham and Teoscar Hernandez, the right-handed hitting outfielder market. I wonder if there's any movement there today at all because the the Hernandez market seemed pretty robust last night. We were seeing a little Phillies action in there. Yeah, I'll tell you. um, The Tommy Pham one has been really kind of just interesting to follow on my end because I have heard for 24 hours that this deal has been close. And yet we have we have nothing. Uh, I think the teams to watch there are the Phillies. Uh, the Blue Jays could make some sense there, too. Um, does not sound like the Dodgers are involved at this point. Uh, I don't know if that's changed in the last couple hours. Um, I think a, I think a team that could make some sense here is the San Diego Padres. Uh, AJ Preller loves Tommy Pham and Pham has a good relationship with a lot of the Padres. Uh, I know the Mets and, and Padres have been talking um, about different scenarios, and I think his name has come up in those conversations. So um, I expect Fam to be dealt, but when and where to who, I don't, I don't know. You got my juices flowing a little bit. Even when I read your column and you said that the Twins were taking calls on the young outfielders like Walner, et cetera, but that you did not expect them to be moved. That still made me go, I wish they'd be moved. I mean, any any movement there, the Minnesota Twins sort of standing pat, knowing they're set for this year anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, they've gotten hits on a lot of their guys. Like, they're, um, they're, some of their other pitchers, um, they, like Kenta Maeda and I think uh, Sonny Gray, uh, they've gotten plenty of hits there, but they are not in any hurry to move them. Um, every indication that I've gotten from other teams is that they're probably going to hold on to their young outfielders. Um, so I, I don't know what the, the twins are going to do, but, um, yeah, I know, I know a lot of other teams like their players that, that I can confidently tell you. Anyone you've been particularly impressed with at this deadline, obviously the angels are, have the urgency, the Shohei Otani related urgency of a much better team. They have gone for it time and again. So obviously I'm watching them. Um, I don't know if you feel uh, the same way about another team that has landed a few big ones. Uh, obviously, Verlander is the biggest possible horse, though. Yeah, I would say in terms of being impressed with teams, I would give I would answer with two of them. Um, that would be the Angels, uh, like the hall that they've like Lucas Giolito, 
uh, Ronaldo Lopez, CJ Crone, and Randall Grichuk. It's a good haul. They're not done. Uh, they continue to make calls around the league, and it sounds like they have been very aggressive in pursuing bullpen help. Uh, they've cast a really wide net there, um, and it would not surprise me at all if they ended up getting something done in the next two hours. Uh, and then the other team, I think you got to go with the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Getting Max Scherzer, getting Jordan Montgomery, uh, like those are two like cornerstone players. And I know Scherzer has not been the same pitcher this year as he was in the past, but it's, it's Max Scherzer. And you're getting a guy with a really good postseason pedigree too. Jordan Montgomery has been one of the better left-handed pitchers in the last year and a half. Um, so I would, or in the last year, I should say. Um, and I think those are two really strong additions for a team that does need starting pitching help. Um, especially with Nathan Evaldi on the IL, but it sounds like there's a lot of optimism. He's not going to miss too much time. Um, and when he does return, that rotation is looking very good. And you could not say that about the Rangers' rotation in years past. So that's a job well done by Chris Young. Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander in game one of the ALCS. Can we please get the schedule gods to allow the bracket to line up? That's really all I'm asking for at this point. Because uh, I don't have much to ask for in my own backyard. So I've got to start asking for Astros-related gifts from the baseball gods. Uh, that's life. I don't love the Mets punting on 2024, I got to say. But there's no telling what Steve Cohen's going to do. Uh, Blake Snell and Julio Rios could be Mets in December. Like... There's no punting in the world of Steve Cohen. He's sending, we know now, a ton of money to get this Verlander trade facilitated. I don't know if you can guarantee that any of those younger free agent arms have the playoff pedigree or, you know, intimidation factor of Verlander or trust of Verlander. I'm not obsessed with the Mets trades, but it's a pretty big haul today. So hard to say I hate them. No, exactly. No, I'm I'm in total agreement with you there. Like the, the haul for Verlander was really impressive, and there's a report from Bob Nightingale that they're paying what over fifty million bucks uh, to go over um, in the deal. Which I mean, that's a that's a that's a lot of dough. Um, but they they essentially bought three top ten prospects, and that's the ability that you have when you have Steve Cohen as your owner. Um, and I, I know there's been plenty of questions too about what these moves mean and if it could be an indication on if they're going to pursue Shohei Otani in the off season. Don't necessarily think that's the case. I don't think those two are like tied together. Um, maybe they call, but um, these moves do not indicate that a Otani pursuit is more likely. I think. I heard a lot of West coast preference on Otani today. I don't know if you're still hearing the same thing. Uh, I've seen the reports. Um, I cannot confirm those. Well, it's been great doing this live deadline show with you. Uh, I wish that we did have an Otani countdown clock today, but unfortunately we're going to have to reset that one for the winter meetings and get back after it many, many days down the line. It, the conversation will happen again. But for now, biggest day of the middle of the baseball season. Some fans are still waiting for a gift, uh, and we hope that those fans will spend your next couple hours with us in the Discord continuing to ping and chase hits uh thanks to miranda again who joined mid show joined us viewed uh the show with us and joined the discord for just 99 cents the rest of you can join us as well and we will be taking care of as many of you as we can robert murray before we go world series favorite today the same as it was yesterday for you um yes 
Uh, I think it's going to be, I think the Braves are in the driver's seat there. I'm also going to answer a couple more questions here. Just go just, for it. Let us go. Uh, Let's I'm, go. I'm, I'm going to let it rip. Uh, Diamondbacks, they are getting hits on their outfield surplus, and they have discussed those guys in deals that would net them uh, a starting pitcher. Uh, so they're being plenty creative there. Uh, I don't necessarily think, um, actually, let me, let me take that back. I, there's a shot a deal gets done. Um, they're, as I said, they're being creative, um, but they're definitely, they've definitely discussed their outfield surplus and trade talks. And I think Alec Thomas is a name that has come up quite a bit. Uh, as far as the Braves, um, they are, they're still exploring the starting pitching market. They, I don't necessarily anticipate anything too crazy or too big for them. Uh, but they have kept their eye on the starting pitching market. And I, I've felt from the get-go that their interest in Justin Verlander was pretty overblown. Um, the Giants, they have looked for middle infield middle infield help. Um, there, was, there was a lot of discussion within the, within the last two weeks that they would look to add or they would look to end up trading one of their starting pitchers or bulk guys, and I thought Alex Wood would be a really strong candidate for that. does not sound impossible. But it's trending toward unlikely right now. Um, and in regards to the Angels and if they're looking for any starters, I think they are looking they're, – they're open to it. Uh, I would not rule anything out there. Um, I just the, – the word that I keep hearing with the Angels is that they're open to anything and everything. Um, so I'm going to sound like a broken record there, but that's exactly what they're looking at. And uh, Ryan Pizzer – this is the last question I'll answer – is if the Yankees are going to make any moves in the last two hours, my guess is yes. Um, I think they have a move that will be coming. I don't know what it is, but um, my, my inclination is yes, that they will be making a move. Something in the can for the Yankees after all. Uh, one of Brian Cashman's biggest mistakes would be staying put and doing absolutely nothing. So you know he'll make it because he's made a lot of mistakes the last two years. Uh, well, Robert Murray... <laughs> Uh, not mine. <laughs> couldn't be more thankful for you doing the show with me today. I'm sure everyone in the chat would agree as well. Uh, what a whirlwind, dude. This was uh, this was absolutely fantastic. This was a blast. I'm glad we got to break a trade live on air. It's always a good time. Um, yeah, let's stay tuned in my Twitter account for the last two hours here because I there's a, there's still a couple of them that I know are close. So let's, uh, as I like to say, let's get weird. Go big or go home. Get weird while you're doing it. Uh, join us on in the Discord. Uh, turn Robert's Twitter notifications on. Do uh, everything that you can to hunker down and be prepared in the bunker for the next two-plus hours. Uh, that's it for today's show. Thanks so much to everybody for joining us. The numbers were huge. We loved having you. And we will see you again later in the week to wrap it all up, 3.30, usual time on Thursday. For Robert Murray, I'm Adam Weinrib. What a day, everybody. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.